Today's question is, what if your decisions always moved you closer to the results you want? Seems a funny question to ask sometimes, right? Like, don't we always make decisions? Like, ask yourself, do you always make decisions that move you closer to where you want to go? Try this bad boy out for science. You are welcome to take a seat at the table where we use a new lens, where humanity are stakeholders. Different distinctions encouraged, intention starts from a no-judgment zone, a certain age is not criteria, and where you become comfortable with the uncomfortable to facilitate a new conversation. Okay, it looks like we are live. There we go. It's crazy. I am in for a good night or a good day today, day three of the decision table pathway and uh, I hope whoever gets to watch this and that is you uh, that you get so much out of today let's have a look at what we've done over the last two days firstly the question on day one was what if you could ask better questions how would that build out or what would you do if you were asking better questions? Would that change how you're building out your business, your company, your organization? When you're working with your team, would this change the relationship you have, the culture you're building, whatever it is, right? Would that be different if you asked better questions? Day two was, what if What if you could navigate the uncomfortable conversation? We talked a lot about, literally, those moments none of us want to be having a conversation around. None of us want to be in that moment and at that table. Yet we know if we are to have a new approach to life, to leadership, to whatever you're building out, it needs to be done differently. And so there's a new conversation that's got to be at the table. And sometimes we've got to get past some of that old conversation or the things that have stopped you from moving forward and navigate a new conversation. So we talked about that. We are not talking about that today. In fact, What we are talking about is literally our question of the day. Do you want to know what it is? Do you want to know what today's question is? All right. I will not hold off any longer. I'm pretty pumped for today. I think, uh, you know, I've been sick the last couple of days or the last few days and uh, I'm bouncing back slowly but I'm in here and I'm full of life today. My, I just went for a quick dip and uh, in the pool and a crazy ride in a crazy car to the beach. So I am ready to bring the goods to the table right now. Are you ready? Are you ready to sort of go, how can you look at the way that you're making decisions and building out the culture that you're building out And what would it be if you asked different questions? What if you could navigate that different conversation? What could that look like? What would it need to look like? And today's question, here it is. Today's question is this. Let's see. What if 
you, yes, you could. Oh, that's not the same. I'm doing the same one. Let me, let me get to the right one. Okay. Helps if you're on the right page. Okay. What if your haha, decisions, okay, hopefully you can read my writing, always, ah, I know what today is. Okay. What if your decisions always moved you closer to, kind of looks like an R, right? Closer to the results. Let me know what you're learning from this little pathway, the decision table pathway. Okay, so today's question is, what if your decisions always moved you closer to the results you want? Seems a funny question to ask sometimes, right? Like, don't we always make decisions? Like, ask yourself, do you always make decisions that move you closer to where you want to go? Okay, let's be honest now. Come on, seriously. If you're not thinking about it, do you make decisions and you go, why did I make that decision? Like, what was I thinking when I made that decision? Oh, my gosh. Like, seriously, I can't believe that I made that decision, you know, at that moment. So what if all your decisions that you made moved you closer to the result you want? Would you know that every decision you make is important and so you make it priority? Maybe. Would you think that if you make a decision and it's moving you towards the results you are actually wanting, then maybe even if it is a tricky conversation that you need to navigate, that the importance of being able to do that is, you know, becomes really important and you want to do it. Here's the thing that's really interesting is it always comes back to your decisions and what is actually the result that you want. Let's have a look at that. We're going to have some fun around this because what if your decisions always moved you closer to the result that you want? Okay, so think about it. We've talked about this before, but like the result, right, that you want, the outcome you want. In many cases, the solution you want. Okay, remember, we've always got to start at our starting point. Okay, that's your now. This is where the future, this is where we're moving to. For many, the future becomes maybe tomorrow, maybe the next week, if you're lucky. But hey, remember on day one, we talked about this, many don't do New Year's resolutions because many don't do them, literally do them, right? Like I think it gets to March and they've totally forgotten what it was they were going to do. So future is very much in the near future. What I'm trying to talk about, because we like to play big in my world, okay? We like to kind of pioneer. We like to be on the cutting edge. And for that to happen, we like to play, play big. We like to pioneer. And we like to be cutting edge. But for that to happen, 
there has to be what I call the new approach, all right? We've got to get rid of the old approach because the old approach has got us to where we are now, but it's not going to move us to where we need to go going forward, right? And if it was going to, then all those problems across the world we see, they would be all fixed up, right? So I don't know about you, but I know that we're not necessarily heading in that direction if we're not careful. And I think if I go back to this, this is our starting point. This is the future. And like I said before, most people go for the near future, but we like to play big here. We like to pioneer and we like to be cutting edge. Then we have got to start thinking, if not just thinking, we've got to definitely not just think, but do the new approach. And that's what I'm talking about. That's what I get to talk about a lot of my work. And I want to keep sharing with you. Because when we can get from our starting point, your starting point where you are right now, then you can get to that result that you want, the outcome that you want, or the solution that you really want. How do you keep moving towards here with every decision that you're making? What I love about this is when you know your starting point, when you know where to start and you know the result you want, the solution you want, then what we need to do is make sure we're making shifts towards it. That's you. That every decision you make, this is your decisions, that you're making it and it gives you the stepping stones to actually getting the result and outcome you want. There's a few ways to do that and we will go into a huge depth on how to make better decisions and how you can look at when you're not making the right decisions and when you are making the decisions. I talk about reckless decisions. I talk about the speed of decisions that you make. I've got a great framework and you can have a look at it and see the power of the decisions uh, that we, but that's not what we're talking about today. And the other side of it is this piece. It's, I talk about the the non-valid pathway, I talk about the valid pathway and then I talk about the velocity pathway. And what I love about the velocity pathway is that it gives you the speed dial, the way to be playing at a different level, the way to pioneer and the way to be playing and making bigger decisions at. And I always say it's this and, you know, some people go, oh, I don't want to just make the right one and the fast one. Okay, that's great. And I'm good if you don't want to. Like seriously, if that's what you want to do, if you just want to make some decisions that are really good decisions and you know how to do that, then good on you. But in my world, what I have learned is that growth is absolutely accelerated, increased in your world and what you're doing when you're able to make the fast decisions and the right decisions when you do that at a speed because you have the capacity not just to make the decisions but to action on them as well. But anyway, I'm going ahead of myself right now and I'll talk more about that as the days go by, by What do we need to do to make sure we shift? And I think this is really important. I think it's really easy to shift responsibility to when you're making decisions going, oh, that was because of Joe down the road. If Joe had only done what he had said said he would do, then I would have made a better decision. 
Oh, look, I would make a great decision or I'll make a great decision once you've decided what you're doing. Here's the thing. Any of those kind of answers means that you rely on what someone else is doing. That takes the control out of what you can do, what you need to do, and you making a decision and moving on it. What if you could do that better yourself? And this is where I think that it's really important. This there's kind of three spaces in which to play in as a leader. You know, we talked about this before. We've talked about the whole emerging leaders. And just go back to this, and I will talk about this more later, but not now. Um, this, is the, the letter, this is the letters, the level of leadership for the new approach, right? It's the influences. Whoops. And then it's the legacy. And I, you know, I think that anytime you enter the new approach, uh, you can enter into the emerging leaders. Emerging, remember, is not just that you're just starting off in leadership. It means that you're curious to maybe do it a different way. And then you head into this and then this way. And, you know, what are the footprints? What are the footprints here? Okay, this is where you're curious. So curiosity, I guess. This is like the footprints. And this is where you start using your platform. And, and you know, ultimately we want to give voice to the human race, knowing that you're going to add value to the human race going forward. That moves us forward from problem. Whoops, from problem to solution. What I love about this and what I think is really important is that you're able as a leader to keep moving up those different levels. And I definitely can help you to identify where you're at and what is needed at those. That's the easy part. What I and, and this is what I was just starting to talk about before is that there's this responsibility that you have to make better decisions, to make decisions that are going to be the right ones and the fast ones. And this is because there's this place in which you need to start, and that is you, okay? And it's looking at you as an individual, as a leader. What does that look like? How can you do that more effectively? And what if you could access the secret advantage that I know about, which is the human intelligence? Honestly, it is a game changer to disrupting patterns and being able to make smarter decisions. But we'll talk more of that later as well. And then it's once you've done that and taken responsibility of what it looks like for you to be an individual as a leader, then it's as a collective. And then the third piece is then the global. And what is cool about this is that when you take ownership of what you believe and stand in, then you can join with your collective, the people that are in your sphere of influence, right? And you can help bring much change in there. And what I love about that then is this, that as you start making 
you know, every decision that you're making has an impact and it's an impact that you start making a dent really on, on in your community and your clients, your business, your organization. This actually does start making a footprint, right, on the global space. And that's really important because, you know, I think that it takes just one, one of us being willing to be the 1%, right? Like I always talk about this and anything that you see of mine. So if you're willing to be the 1%, then we actually, and you look at this, right? Remember how I said results, okay? Results, outcome, solution, Remember how I was saying that? Okay. So if, if we're willing to be part of the result, the outcome, the solution that is needed, and here's 1%, here's another 1%, 1%, 1%, 1%, 1%. And everyone was doing their 1%. What are we doing? We're shifting that dial forward to the outcome that we actually want. And where does that start? By you taking ownership of how you turn up as a leader. What are you standing for? What vision do you have, not just for your life, but for the collective and then across the globe? How's that having an effect? It's that simple. You know, it's funny because I talk a lot about the global landscape and leaders across the globe and, you know, whether it's in the political space, whether it's in the economic space, you know, in the business world, right to creatives, innovators, you name it, the scientists, the medical. It doesn't matter. This is the same pattern. If you chose to be the 1%, I'm definitely choosing to be the 1%, then we will shift that dial forward. We're going to talk about that later, actually. Whoops. In, in one of the pathway things. We will talk about the 1% a lot more later. But uh, just know that if you were to be the 1%, Mary down the road was to be the 1%, George down the road 1%, uh, and all the people that you touch in your world were willing to be the 1%, we would definitely shift that dial forward from problem to solution. And I love that. So it has to come back to you. And this is the thing. Whoops, we've run out. We're going to do it white right now just to be different, just to annoy you. <laughs> no. Uh, whoops, don't you love it when the phone rings at the same time? Okay, so do the 1%, be the 1%. But let's go back because it comes right back to you as an individual. What are you willing to, to do, to be? And uh, the best way that I know to identify some of these things that are important as an individual is this. And let's have a look at it. And I call it the, uh, the health cycle of your ecosystem. I talk a lot about ecosystem. I don't ever build out a business. I build out an ecosystem. Or every single one of us has an ecosystem. And when you focus on building out the ecosystem, it means there aren't things that you leave or when you're making decisions, it's not just about one thing and it doesn't affect the other thing. Everything must have effortless flow throughout all of your ecosystem. Uh, I know for some of you that's like, what is she talking about? But it's a really 
cool thing when you get to talk about ecosystems. So let's have a little look at what is priority. If you think about you, okay, you, that's you right there as an individual, okay? What are some of the areas that should be and need to be one, two, three, and four, and five, okay? that I think is really important when you look at the health cycle of your ecosystem. And I break down this a lot more in uh, when we look at your ecosystem. But number one, it's your personal. Here's the thing. I don't know about you, but I know that if I'm going through difficult things in my relationship, whether it's with my partner, whether it's with my children, it has an effect on my other things in my life. It has an effect on my health. It has an effect on some of my decisions. I get really like can't make decisions because I'm stressing about something in my personal life. So that's where it's become so important that you have a look at what I call, as an individual, the health, right? Let's say that again, the health of your ecosystem. Okay, so one area is personal, yeah? That's a really important area for you to have a, let's let's highlight that. There we go. So there's your personal. All right. Another area is your, let's put it over here, professional, okay? So, whoops, that's not a good color. If you're writing, let's go back to a different, where is it? Whoop, there. Okay, so the next one is professional. If you're struggling with having to turn up at your workplace every day and it's stressing you out, putting pressure on you, How, like you know that's going to have pressure when you get back home. You're going to be tired. If you've got children, you're not going to have time to put into the children because you've just got no energy left. There's all the different things that, you know, if you've got things going on in your professional, it is going to have an effect on the rest of your ecosystem. Okay, so another piece that's really important to look at when you're assessing and, and diagnosing where the health of your ecosystem is at is looking at your whoop. I love it when it does that. Physical, yeah? And, you know, anyone that's sort of been in my world, you know that I spend a lot of time really focusing in on my health. And for anyone that's known my backstory, uh, 14 and a plus, 14 plus years ago now, I remember at the one-year mark, that I got told I would never get out of a wheelchair. Sorry, sweetheart, the condition that you have in your body, because I had a condition in my body at that time that I'd lost the whole use of my left-hand side from the hip down to the toe. And the rest of the condition had gone throughout my body. And 
they said to me, sorry, sweetheart, you've just got it so badly, you're never, ever going to get out of the wheelchair. And I remember getting told that massively. And when I went home, and I literally call it one of those crossroads, those moments in which you've got a decision to make, and it's a tough decision, and I look at the opportunity, the possibilities that I have a a lay ahead of me. And I think on my personal side, right? And I was like, well, this seems too hard for me to do it. But I remember thinking and telling my kids as they were growing up that they literally could be anything they wanted to be, that they could do whatever they're meant to do and that they could be Um, you know, like the world is their oyster, you've just got to choose to do it. And I thought, you know, in that moment, if I just go, this is too hard, this is, you know, impossible, yeah, they're right, I could just stay in that wheelchair, that I was not being the role model to my children to prove that I could do and be anything. And so personally, if I chose to stay in that wheelchair, if I chose to go, this is what I've been dealt with, live with pain 24-7, because by the way, I got another condition in there as well, so I got double whammy, right? And if I listened to that, I I would have gone, you know, my personal life would not be at the stage it is now. Now, of course, I had to work on my physical, but I also wouldn't be doing what I do in the workspace because I wouldn't be able to sit at a desk. I wouldn't have the energy that I have to continually show up. I wouldn't be able to travel the world like I used to do before something hit the world and, you know, hoping to get back on that and travel more again if I didn't or if I'm not healthy And that would have had an effect on my professional. Do you know what else it has an effect on? And this is another marker in which to know the health of your ecosystem, and that is your spiritual. Whoops. And I know that's kind of weird, and for many you go, oh, that's a little woo-woo. I'm actually not meaning like in the way of, you know, what are you, who do you serve, what, whatever. Like it's what is your purpose? What is the whole reason you're here? So in my case, I am a God-given child and so like I believe I have a bigger purpose way beyond me and actually it motivates me to get up, to bring this, to do this and to push on even when it gets really tough because I, you know, many have known my story or have heard parts of it And honestly, to be totally honest, that if I didn't choose, that there was something bigger for me to live for, that I had got through so many of these horrible situations, if I hadn't got to the other side of it, I wouldn't have believed that I had such a big purpose. But I figure that I didn't die on those moments when I could have died, and that is no over-exaggeration. I remember, and I've never released the book and I will probably one day, but it was a, it's the opening chapter of my book and it literally, it talks about the fact that I have one less breath and because there was a hand to my neck and they were killing me. 
And so that moment of knowing that maybe, maybe your vision, your mission is bigger than you, that there is a purpose to why you are here. And you've got to know what that vision is. You've got to know what that purpose is. And for me, I believe it's a, you know, beyond even me as a human. And uh, anyway, that's kind of weird and wonderful and awesome. But I tell you, if I didn't have that and I didn't feel like my strength wasn't just strength that I have, but it's because I've got access to a bigger strength than me, then the health of my ecosystem wouldn't be where it is today. And so it's interesting, isn't it? And I think that that's a really important thing for all of us as an individual to know. And then there's the last piece. And the last piece is this. Uh, And we're going to – I actually – as I've got older, I've loved this even more, but I think it's really important, this one. And it's your intellectual intelligence. I think it's actually meant to be intelligence. Intelligence, which is why I said I love it. Okay. Yeah, there we go. And, and I do think intelligence, intellectual, whatever it is, it's one of those, right? Bear with me. Go with the flow. Uh, but I do think that that is a really important it's one of the reasons I talk about you know being able to exercise the muscle of human intelligence because I believe when you are able to make smarter decisions and this is why this whole thing is on the decision table pathway around the decisions you're making and today's decision was what if you could um, make decisions that always move you closer to the result or the solution or the outcome that you really want and I think that first it comes down to you as an individual knowing the health of your ecosystem so these are the markers these are the indicators of your ecosystem and make it really important and these of honestly will move you towards remember this bit here take you from individual to collective to then the global space. And I find it fascinating. Maybe you don't. Maybe this is just like, wow, what's she talking about? But I tell you, this is just the beginning of some of the amazing uh, decisions we can make at a table that will make a new approach to how we turn up as a leader how more effective you can be as a human adding value to the culture that you're building out within what you're building, but then the greater landscape of how does that fit into leaving footprints for the generations to come. And I do think that that's really important. So if this is just like, what the heck is Kerry Marie talking about? Man, this has just been so intense. This is so full on. I thank you for even taking a moment, a glimpse in here to have a look at this. One of the reasons we look at the health of your ecosystem is because, like I said earlier, remember when I was told at the one-year mark, I'm never going to get out of that wheelchair. If I hadn't of doubt with all that physical and 
made sure that my head is right and that making good decisions, that my vision is heading towards getting me out of a wheelchair, moving to that next level, wanting to, uh, you know, make sure that I've got the right things and that I'm personally invested in being able to move it forward, I never would have got out that wheelchair. I'm so grateful, you know, every morning when I'm now taking our little new puppies out for a walk, I never take it for granted that I'm walking, that not only am I out of a wheelchair, out of crutches, off sticks, I don't even have anything. At times I'm sprinting with the puppies, you know, and that moment that even though I'm gasping for air and it's hard on my body, I'm so, so grateful for the fact that I was able to optimize my growth and that has helped my ecosystem accelerate to grow and to, you know, really make a bigger impact as well. So, you know, one of the things that we'll be talking about on that workshop is the return on decisions. I think, uh, you know, the thing that I think why I love making the right decisions fast is because... I love the fact that every time I make a decision, I know I'm going to have a return on that decision. What if you could? What if you knew that every time that you were making a decision, you would be getting a return on your decision? All right. We've done lots here. And I'm just grateful you've been here. Hey, if this has been something, make sure you're sharing this if you think there's someone else that could really uh, do with what we talked about today. So today's question was, let's just go back. Let's recap for just one second. I'm not going to go on this any longer than we need to. What if, and we're going to finish on this, what if your decisions always moved you closer to the results you want? I think that would be a good day. All right. Hope you've had a great day. Thank you. Amazing droplets of wisdom for you from today's episode. Make sure you subscribe. Ensure you leave an awesome rating and review. Our hope is this podcast creates a new awareness, activates ownership to what is next, a curiosity for the need to be part of the change, and to make footsteps of sustainability from today onwards. If you want to further your journey with us, then apply to join us at our next Leaders Movement Parlay. The link is in the show notes. We appreciate you. Help us to help build a tribe who make humanity as stakeholders. To achieve this together, recommend this podcast to leaders, innovators, and movement changers. Big love until we see you on the next Decision Table Series podcast episode.